So it was a silent night before the trade deadline, but uh, sure not, we woke up to some huge tra trade headlines uh, coming our way from Woj himself. Uh, what were some of these trades that happened, Sean? Are you a little bit blown away by this? Oh, dude. <laughs> this today was more than I could have ever hoped for. This this is the craziest trade deadline I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh man. We're we're gonna we're gonna cover as much as we can. Hopefully everything uh, here on the Second Stringers NBA podcast. Uh, you got Alan over there. You got me, Sean, with you, and uh, guest host uh, Aaron. What up, though? Happy to be here. I picked a great time to be on the cast with all the stuff that went on just today. Uh, I'm excited to dive into it with you guys. Yeah, that worked out pretty well for you. Yeah, no, it really <laughs> did. We were we originally going Wednesday, but we had to wait for that deadline. Yeah, yeah that, that was really a good call on your part, Alan. Yeah, that 3 p.m. Eastern time deadline. We had to wait. Um, it sort of seemed like nothing big was going to happen. It seemed like some of the bigger trades had already occurred over the summertime. But um, Tyreek Evans, the guys that we thought were going to get traded, didn't end up going anywhere. But the Cavs completely revamping their team. Uh, trading six players which ties for the most players dealt by one team on trade trade deadline day over the last 30 years according to ESPN so here's a question for you guys what team or when was the last time you think a team shipped off six players at the trade deadline and what team was it I'll give you a hint it, like, it was less than 10 oh yeah it was less than 10 years ago less than 10 years ago yeah oh, dude. do you know this Big trade, like six trades. So Man. six players, six, six players, players from from the same team. The last time one team traded Dude. six players, that's uh, no idea. I feel like <laughs> I remember that happening, but uh, all right, I'll give you half know. the answer. It was in two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Okay, that was exactly ten years was ago. Was it the Was it the Lakers? No, no. Sean, no. your best. Uh, I'll I'll go. I'll go. Oh with, uh, wait, I'll... what about the? Oh, never mind, never mind. What? I mean, like Lakers for like that Paul for a Chris Paul thing, kind of. But like, the, oh, that when was when they tried. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'll just go with the Mavericks as a shot. The in Mavericks, nice. It was actually the Cleveland Cavaliers themselves. No really? way. Yep, really? it was them. They traded six players <laughs> back in 2008. Oh, yeah, they used to always trade players. Yep, <laughs> close to the exact it... same reason they did it this year, to try to keep LeBron, LeBron James. Is <laughs> that when they got, like, Shaq and, like... They didn't have Shaq. Of... Did they have yeah, Shaq? They had Shaq, they had Shaq at some point. I think that might have oh, been... What? He might have been involved in that trade. And they got yeah. Antoine <laughs> Jameson. Antoine Jameson. That's yeah. Yeah, wow. it was Antoine Jameson was part of that trade. Yep, you're right. It's all because we're talking like he was so good. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not that good. He was good on the Wizards, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but that's true. This time around, the hey, let's get to this, man. Yeah. I wanna, okay. man. This is this that's is ridiculous. We have a lot to dive into. I was freaking out like the whole day. Mm -hmm. All these tweets. You're blowing up my phone. <laughs> Yeah, I, I had alerts set for Adrian Wojnarowski. I was like, uh, just seeing all his tweets as they came in, and I was excited. I I was on the bus to work at nine a.m. and his his first tweet came out saying Larry Nance Jr. and Jordan Clarkson have been traded, but he didn't clear he didn't give a clear answer to to what team and what was the package coming back. And then a couple minutes later, sure enough, you get the I got the alert that Jordan Clarkson and Larry Nance Jr. have been traded to the Cats. For Isaiah Thomas, Channing Fry, and the Cleveland Cavaliers' first-round pick, and then 
hours later, you get the three team. Or actually, no, it was only minutes later. All within it, the yeah, span of 30 it minutes. Was, it was like, yeah, maybe an hour at most. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was crazy. It's the three team trade that went down where the Cavs were able to get Rodney Hood and George Hill. Uh, George Hill being a guy that they were targeting uh, far before the trade mm-hmm. deadline even. Uh, with Utah being involved in the trade, they got Jay Crowder and uh, Derek Rose. Mm-hmm. And Sacramento got Joe Johnson, Iman Shumpert, and a 2020 second rounder to make their roster way older than it was before. Yeah. Yep. And to conclude the day for them, they got Dwayne Wade the heck out of Cleveland and back to South <laughs> Beach. Back on the beach. Um, Gabriel Union tweeting out that she's super happy she's going back to Miami. Um, I'm sure there was only so much they could take in terms of Cleveland's poor play and... Well, frankly, the cold weather in Cleveland as well. I think that, like, I think that this is bigger. This, like, speaks more to the story. I think this is, like, this, like, tells us that what the Cavs are kind of trying to do. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like they had had two decisions this year. They were either going to trade that pick for LeBron and, like, we're going to win this year or... We're going to have to, like, we're going to lose LeBron, and we got to look out for ourselves. And I think they chose the latter. And Dwayne Wade, he's LeBron's boy. LeBron, they let LeBron know, hey, man, we're going to tear it down. Yeah. We don't don't think we should do this. So let your boy know. He go back to Miami. He go home. There's no reason for him to be here. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. You know, LeBron's like, I ain't about to be here next year. Mm -hmm. So you might as well dip, too. So. I think it's cool he's going back to Miami, but I think it gives us a little closer look into what's going on. Yeah, definitely. I think the Cavs here, they were at a crossroads. Like you said, you either finish the season off with what you got and you probably see LeBron James walk or you trade that Brooklyn pick and alongside with some assets and try to add to this team. And instead, they chose sort of this hidden middle road where they blew up the roster, but they got a lot of good pieces back and a lot and these pieces being young. And athletic, and I think potentially could make this team better. But it shows that they're doing what they need to do to try to get LeBron James back, even if it does mean adding more to their luxury tax bill for this year. But just to lead up sort of the drama that the Cleveland Cavaliers had this week, though, they've lost 13 of their last 19 since Christmas. Um, Tyron Lue left that Orlando Magic game at halftime. He was feeling sick, I guess. Maybe sick of watching. That was really weird. Yeah, maybe sick of watching his team's defensive effort. But they lose 18 to that magic. It Isaiah Thomas um, says that the team needs to make more adjustments. Reporter asked Tyron Lue about it. He rebuttal says that's not true. It's just not true. Isaiah Thomas gets a happy birthday post from the Cleveland Cavaliers Instagram post. Cavs decide to turn the comments off because, (laughs) man, the fans weren't loving it. And um, then LeBron gives an answer that is rarely really heard from NBA players where he adamantly says that he won't waive his trade clause, that he's here to stay. And then fast forward, he hits a game winner for the Timberwolves. And that leads us to today where this team has completely gotten blown up. Yeah, crazy day. <laughs> you think, you know, he hits that game winner. And you're like, oh, maybe they have a chance. You know, maybe they'll, they'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Nope, IT's gone. Crowder's gone. Everybody's gone. Everybody is gone. They changed the whole team. (laughs) They flipped it all on us. Like, was there one person that they got this offseason that they kept around? Uh, No. No. I don't think so. Everybody, every offseason acquisition was shipped off. Yeah. 
That, dude, <laughs> that just, I don't know. I think, I don't even think they're trying to keep LeBron. No, this, this you, move, all these moves aren't like this is what we need to I do think, to keep him. Okay, is, I'm about to. You heard it here first. Yeah, this you is clearly to, to keep LeBron James. I think. I mean, you yeah. have really <laughs> no. good players. You what? add to your tax bill with all these guys. It's like they didn't what want to keep him. Do? They wouldn't Jordan have done Clarkson? anything. What, what, what is that? Then they're gonna get the pick. Like, I don't know. They didn't get anything from that. That's gonna help them. I, yeah. in my opinion. Well, let's, I think they're breaking it down. Yeah, let's and break. LeBron let's James. Mm-hmm. Right, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, well, let's answer those questions. Let's break it down. So from the Lakers, the Cavs got Jordan Clarkson and Larry Nance Jr. Um, you got rid of IT, who through 15 games has only shot 36% from the field, 25 from three. Um, at this point, has the worst defensive rating of any player who's averaged 25 minutes. You get Jordan Clarkson, 25 years old. Larry Nance Jr., 25, year, 25 years old. Both athletic guys, both dudes that hustle on defense. Larry Nance Jr. being a versatile defensive player. I mean, what's not to love here? I think I think these are two good pieces for the Cavaliers. That's not going to get them to a championship. The no. Lakers won that trade, in my opinion. So, yeah. The Lakers didn't so give the Lakers, up anything. The Lakers might have won, but this does make them better. And it, yeah. I think it does help them get towards a championship because they're in the East. They'll get to the championship Clarkson? if their team gets better. Clarkson? I'm not saying Clarkson's a star. Clarkson yeah. and Larry Nance, how is that going to help them get to the championship? They play, they're young, they're great scorers, they're really athletic. Mm-hmm. And if you're comparing that to what they gave up, they like lost... Isaiah Thomas, like we just said, 36% field goals, he's obviously not playing okay, like okay. himself. Yeah, he's, he's not playing by himself, but like... Larry Nash Jr. and Clarkson, when you look at them as players, you're looking at their potential. And now let's right. look at the potential. Isaiah Thomas might have been playing bad, but you could bet on his potential. And mm-hmm. his potential of like getting better towards later in the year, in my opinion, and having the effect he can bring to the to this team is way bigger. And Crowder as well. And Shumpert, like he's been hurt. No, I don't, don't know. Don't tell me Shumpert, Shumpert is a has great, potential. Hey, he's a yeah. great <laughs> defensive player. Great defensive player, though. He helps. He's a good role player for them. I, I think. I mean, Isaiah Thomas could have probably been a scrap piece at this point. I mean, he. There's no. Maybe the Cavaliers know something we don't. That Isaiah Blowing Thomas probably won't this... ever be back to Boston Celtics. Isaiah. I mean, he just came off a big surgery. And Don't doubt Isaiah Thomas. People have been doubting him his whole life. He's 5'9 in the NBA. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas was not going to work with Tyron Lue no. as the coach. Brad Stevens was able to make it work because he's actually a good coach. Knows mm-hmm. how to hide Isaiah Thomas on defense. Tyron Lue doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. We all know the Cavs made a mistake. We all know what they should have done. <laughs> yeah, we all know what we they should have done. They done. You want to tell them got... again? They should have traded Kevin Love for Boogie Cousins. And we'll say this. I'm going to tell you guys behind the scenes, bro. You always know when a player is about to get traded because the media will start saying, talking about the talking about stuff, characteristics from that player that can't be measured. Mm-hmm. Kevin Love was sick. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas doesn't show effort. He doesn't get along with his teammates. They were both on the trading block, and I seriously think they were very close to trading Kevin Love. Possibly, but they decided to go the they decided to go the other way for whatever reason, and that's why next year I'm saying it right now. I'm putting it on wax. <laughs> LeBron, LeBron James will pull a Kevin Durant, 
and he will join forces again with Kyrie on the Boston Celtics. What? Oh, you heard it? I don't think so. What are you talking about? You heard it yeah. here first. That's why he put him <laughs> on his all-star team. Yeah. He always talks about, Kyrie's a great player. I love that. Player. I'm sure <laughs> he would love to have Kyrie team. Irving, but I don't think he'd go to Boston. But to your I point, think I even, think he would. Do they even have that I think spot he, available? Yes. Yes, I they have. I think not really they, yes. sure. I guess I they, believe they do. They can maybe mix some things around, trade some guys, and maybe create room. But I don't think that happens. And then to your point of Jordan Clarkson, Larry Nance being better than Isaiah Thomas. No, I guess Isaiah Thomas is the better player. But I think when you look at the sum of the trades that the Cavaliers made today, I think they got better. I think they they made some good trades when you're taking Ronnie Hood, George Hill, and everybody else into consideration. That was a good trade. Hey, but let's talk about the Lakers. You know, I think this was good for them. They get IT, you know, they could, I think, okay, he's been already like, kind of like, I want to start, start him, but, but start Lonzo at point, put him at shooting guard. They could figure that out. You got Kuzma at the small forward, uh, Ingram power forward, then who would be center? You probably switch those two, but then yeah, yeah. you have Brooke Lopez at Brooke center. Brooke Lopez. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of cool. I mean, and then they also got that pick and they didn't have a pick this year. So now yeah, they have right. a pick in the first round. So that was huge. Oh, for um, sure. Yeah. Like yeah. the pick is the most important part of this trade because when it was when it had first come out, it looked like it might have just been a two for two mm-hmm. uh, with mm-hmm. uh, Thomas and Fry going there and um, Clarkson and Larry Nance going back. But when you add in the pick, that just that sweetens it so much for the Lakers yeah. who yeah. are looking to get at least two elite stars mm-hmm. uh, either in 2018 or 2019 offseason. And you can pair that with another good young player that you can draft this year along with Kuzma, Ingram, Lonzo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's a really attractive team. They didn't really lose yeah. anything in, in this trade. No, um, I mean, you lose two, two good 25-year-olds. I mean, Larry Nance was on a yeah, good, good. good contract. But... I think this pick, which would potentially fall number 25, maybe not find a Larry Nance replacement, but you have a chance of getting a good player here, especially the Lakers who have drafted pretty well in these late spots. I mean, last year, Kyle Kuzma was a number 27 pick. So if that cast pick goes down to number 25, I'm not saying you get another Kyle Kuzma, but hey, you you might end up finding another Josh Hart in there. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like the Rob Palenka era is... That could not have gone off to a better start. Did like, they free up a lot of cap space as well yeah. with that trade? Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, because Clarkson was on the books for $13 million a year, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, Larry Nance wasn't as much. I don't remember the exact numbers on him. Yeah, so um, with the, Not as much as Clarkson. Yeah, with this trade, the Lakers potentially free up to $46.9 million in cap space. Um, that's obviously without re-signing Julius Randle or Isaiah Thomas. But well enough cap space to, to sign two max deals whether it's this year or next year. So do you think this raises uh, LeBron's chances of going to L.A.? Can you see him in it? Dude, yeah, it totally increases the chances. Definitely, definitely. Like this move, like because it it locked up the Cavs books pretty well, Mm -hmm. um, I think the numbers, their their tax bill is going to be at 50 million this Mm -hmm. year, uh, which is a ton. So like if they like LeBron, like if he resigns with them, like that's all they can do. And they're stuck with the same team, basically. Yeah. Um, but with the Lakers, man, like that, like it, that moves the Cavs made basically opens the door for them to be like, look how awesome this is. Mm-hmm. And they have so much flexibility. LeBron is definitely going to be attracted to that. Yeah. That's the irony of this all is that the Cavs could have potentially have made a trade 
that set the door wide open for LeBron to leave the Cavs and fit in seamlessly with the Lakers in terms of cap space and money. But um, more the same thing the other way around. The Lakers could have potentially just given the Cavs the trade that convinces LeBron James to stay in Cleveland. Uh, all judging that yeah. this this yeah. young team meshes really well, and we end up seeing make seeing them make a great run to the NBA Finals, and he decides to stay there. Dude, I think they just gave up on their team. I don't even know if they're going to make it to the finals, in my opinion. Like, they just changed their whole team right in the middle of the season. Yeah, like, with 29 games left in the season. What? You have does to, that? Yeah, like, like, I was, like, seeing people are basically saying the all-star break is going to be their training camp. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I wouldn't. just going to build the team around love or something. Yeah, I wouldn't bet too low on these guys, though. I still see them going to the Eastern Conference Finals if they mesh really well. There's def- It's definitely a gamble, but some of these pieces are just are too good to kind of just overlook, especially with the additions of Rodney Hood, George Hill. Like I said, it's the sum of the pieces rather than one single guy really jumping out the page, especially the age of these guys um, and their shooting percentage. I mean, let's look at what Utah gave the Cavs. They gave them Rodney Hood. 25-year-old who's been averaging career highs, 16.8 points, 42% from the field, 39% from three. I mean, this this is a guy that's six foot eight. He can guard multiple positions. He's quick. He's great on the pick and roll, playing a couple years with Rudy Gobert. And he's a restricted free agent this offseason, so the Cavaliers could potentially keep him for a number of more years. I mean, This is another great addition who they basically gave up nothing for him, Jay Crowder, D. Rose, and... A bag of five million dollars in cash. <laughs> All right, <laughs> five million in my books. That's that's a lot of that's yeah. a lot of cash. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, Jay Crowder. Um, he wasn't really doing much mm-hmm. for them. Like they 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 thought that he was gonna be the great defensive wing that can like stop the other team's uh, opposing wing, like one of their best scorers. But he really didn't end up doing anything. And on offense, he was kind of a liability. Mm-hmm. And Derek Rose. Um, I mean, he's probably just going to get waived. Yeah, right? he's probably going to get bought out, I would imagine. Probably, he's probably going to go back with Tom Thibodeau and the Timberwolves. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I kind of think it's time for him to just hang him up. Like, he don't feel like... You I mean, you can't just... If you just disappear like that, <laughs> I mean, you really must not like it. Like, I mean, for we, we run for the Aggies. If I just didn't show up to practice for a week and didn't say nothing, I mean... Yeah, let alone, what am I doing? Let alone like, a month. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, so is he running still? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but when you have the opportunity to make a couple million, I guess you might as well, right? Yeah, yeah as long as people are still willing to pay for pay pay you to play basketball, you might as well stay stay put. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think Derrick Rose would fit well on the, the Timberwolves. He wouldn't have to do much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he'd just be backing up Jeff Teague. He looked good in that last game. When they played against the Timberwolves, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, he ironically, made yeah, some like good layups. He looks, yeah, he looks good. Like he still is like an offensive threat. Yeah, like, no, he can he move. He definitely. Yeah, can. he just can't move for too long, or else bad things start to happen to him. Yeah, and then I mean in this trade, you yeah. get Ronnie Hood, who's, in my opinion, way light years away from Jay Crowder of what Derrick Rose, what they were giving the Cleveland Cavaliers. Derrick Rose was barely shooting forty percent from the field. Jay Crowder. Um, dude was just not as quick and couldn't was not shooting the three as well as he was with Boston. And then Sacramento, they got George Hill for Iman Shumpert, the guy that they've wanted for a couple weeks now. And George Hill, another guy averaging 
career high in three-point percentage at 45%, actually leading the entire league. So, like I said, oh, wow. I, I think the sum, of the, so the sum of the parts that the Cavs got, I don't think they walked away really feeling like losers today. Um, they walked away feeling like they got some good pieces that could potentially help them make another run at LeBron James and at the NBA Finals. Obviously, I don't think it takes them over the top against the Warriors, but it puts them in a better spot, I think, for the Eastern Conference playoffs. Yeah, I feel like they got worse against the Warriors. <laughs> Maybe, what, just because of the just, potential? They just don't have the star power, like... I don't know. I just to be on the Warriors level. I just feel like you gotta have the star power. You gotta have at least three All Stars to beat right. them. Yeah, but yeah. I think yeah, and that's kind of where the Cavs I think are cutting their losses with this move. Mm-hmm. Is that they're like we need to make the NBA Finals again to like keep make LeBron, LeBron yeah keep LeBron happy, and like the Celtics and the Raptors are now our main priority mm-hmm. over the Warriors. And like making the NBA Finals is a huge deal still for an organization. You get all yeah. those 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 nice home games for the finals. That's mm-hmm. a lot of revenue there. Yeah, uh, keeps your team more relevant than all the other teams. So I think it's a great move, honestly. Like if you refocus on just beating the Eastern Conference, like you'll get to the finals. Um, this roster definitely has the potential to do that. Um, they they can go toe to toe with the Celtics for sure. The teams are kind of built similarly, honestly. Yeah, I agree. With this move, yeah, they just. They got a bunch of like guys that are like six foot six to six foot eight that can guard multiple positions, mm-hmm. and that's basically what the Celtics are. Yeah. Well, you know what I think this trade does too, and I'm happy about it. I think we're gonna see more MVP caliber LeBron James. That is, yeah, true. this is gonna revitalize him. It's gonna, it's gonna not just revitalize him. It's just like he has to do. I feel like he's gonna have to handle the ball more, you know, mm-hmm. with yeah. like the players, and he's just gonna have to. He's gonna have to score more. I don't know. With like Isaiah Thomas out there, kind of like messed up their flow. Even yeah. like having like Dwayne Wade too. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be more. He'll have the ball in his hands a little bit more, and he's just like a little much more younger people. So like they're just gonna do whatever, whatever he, he says. says. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And that's that's how LeBron teams function. Exactly uh-huh. do what LeBron says. And he has to put. He has to push right now because like we saw them like. He, LeBron could play good and like win those games. Like they went on that run and they were looking good before Isaiah Thomas came back. Right. Yeah. So like, I, <laughs> yeah, I definitely that's so see true. what you're saying. Like, yeah, they can make it to the Eastern Conference Finals because LeBron James is, he's LeBron James. Yeah, and so yeah, I mean they got go and they finally got guys that can play some defense and they they basically flipped upside down this roster with the hope that the things that were their weaknesses through this first half of the season are basically turned around. Things like defense. And three-point shooting is back to what they were used to. I think out of everybody here, though, I think the biggest loser might be J.R. Smith. I mean, he's not... What? <laughs> I'm surprised he's still on this roster, honestly, and he wasn't put in any trade package. Part of it probably was... Oh, you can't was... get rid of J.R. Smith. You can't Man. separate J.R. and, J- and Imani. They're best friends. <laughs> Man, J.R. has just been yeah, absolute been garbage this year. But um, maybe this to. would ignite the fire. He's going to have to compete for his rotation minutes. With more people than thirty-five-year-old Dwayne Wade, <laughs> I don't even know how good J.R. Smith is anymore. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't know if he's good. Like, is he actually a starter? Like, he's probably not starter potential, especially with them getting Clarkson and Rodney. Clarkson Hood. is not a good starter, though. He's he'll probably be a bench. Mm-hmm. Rodney Hood will probably start That's what I'm at some point. Maybe not immediately. 
They'll probably start with J.R. Smith starting still because he just knows the system. Yeah, I think they'll have J.R. Smith. System. And then eventually I think Rodney Hood's going to take that spot away. And then you'll have LeBron at the three. And Kevin Love, when he comes back, you'll have him at the four and Tristan Thompson at the five. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, they're going to have to reincorporate Kevin Love back into the lineup with a whole like with a whole different team. Yeah, that that's going to be quite the quite the adventure. I mean, they're basically going to have to integrate Kevin Love that last week of the regular season in the first round of the playoffs since that's when he Yeah, that's really sketchy. Mm-hmm. LeBron's going to the Celtics. So yeah. <laughs> he's he's, why why do you even think that? Curse. Why do you think that? Yeah. Why wouldn't yeah. he go to the Celtics? <laughs> Why not? That would be if 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 you could really get get there. Like if they have the money to sign him, Kyrie would not like that at all. He would be so unhappy with that. He the, he's the reason he left. Yeah, I mean, he Kyrie ain't the Celtics. You know, <laughs> he kind of is at this point. Not <laughs> if LeBron James wants to come there. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I don't think that's <laughs> happening. But to close, because he's not gonna go run with the Warriors. He ain't gonna go run no, with the Warriors. No, he's not going to the Warriors. No, that's no, not happening. No. Please, no. But I think he could, would go to the Celtics if the opportunity was there. He'd be like, "Hey, Kyrie, come on, man. I'm so sorry, bro. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, let's just go win some championships." <laughs> yeah, but to close it off, so the so the four additions that the Cavaliers brought in basically have an average age of 27. With an average three-point field goal percentage of thirty-seven point nine percent, so in that that department, the two things they wanted to upgrade on was get more athletic, get younger, um, and get better shooting. Well, they're completely successful in that, as their average age before was thirty, and their average three-point shooting was a measly like thirty-three percent. So improvements mm-hmm. there with this trade package that the Cavaliers uh, put together. And then on the Lakers side, let's talk a little bit there with Isaiah Thomas. I know we mentioned a little bit if Isaiah Thomas is going to come off the bench or not. But apparently Isaiah's agent isn't too happy with the idea of him coming off the bench. And if that were to happen, according to him, it's possible that Isaiah Thomas will will seek a buyout from the Lakers. Thoughts on that reactions? Yeah. I, I think he's overreacting. Mm-hmm. Like, he hasn't earned his spot in a starting lineup with the way he's played this mm-hmm. year like he's he's still like he might end up in the starting lineup at the end of the year but i think at the beginning like he's got to be okay being that sixth man kind of being that jordan clarkson for them yeah man i feel bad for isaiah thomas because this man last year was an mvp candidate he averaged 30 points a game and he still gets disrespected. You know? <laughs> it's because he's 5'9". Yeah. because he's 5'9 his whole life. You know, people think like, uh, I mean, he does have a chip on his shoulder. But at the same time, like, I also, like, I understand where he's coming from. He has he has a point. He's like, no, like, I'm an all-star level player. Like, like I'm that man. Like, that's yeah. what he's basically, like, it's not, I don't think that's arrogant for him to be like, yo, I'm not coming off the bench. It's like, if you have a, a, a super, if you're a superstar, getting traded to the Lakers who are a below 500 team, even if you have, like, you're coming off of injury, you're going to be thinking, you're going to be like, what? Like, <laughs> yeah. you're going to have who start over yeah. me? Yeah, I, I averaged 30 points last year. Yeah, I totally, I get that. But, I mean, this guy just came off a major surgery. He's played 15 games, which is good enough time to pretty show where you're at at this point. And at this point, he's shown that he's not, he's not a starter in this league. He's not shooting well, which is basically his strongest suit. He's not a good defensive player, and you know that. So if his strong point <laughs> is not his 
his strong point, like he's not killing it, um, then why do you have him on your team, really? So, I mean, the Lakers made the trade, and they're holding on to the fact that maybe he can get back to Boston, Isaiah Thomas. But at this point, I don't so think saying, do I don't think his play. Of, yeah, I don't think his play of last year will justify or makes him uh, deserving of a starter position at all, especially when the with the young prospects the Lakers have on their team. I feel like it might be a situation though where like he gets starter minutes off the bench. Yeah, like. Like, a guy like Eric Gordon or a guy like Lou Williams on the Clippers, like, mm-hmm. they come off the bench, but they ended up playing, like, 30 minutes a game. Yeah. So, like, in that situation, like, are you still mad if you're playing 30 minutes a game? Yeah. You would be if you've been traded, like, five times in your life. <laughs> I mean, Lou Williams, is, Lou Williams is, like, <laughs> shooting, I mean? like, 40% yeah. from three. He's averaging, like, tw- over 25 points a game. Like All-star yeah, caliber. Yeah, I mean, Lou Williams is and good. he never gets the credit, so <laughs> when he gets traded... That's why Isaiah's standing up for himself right now. Yeah, I think he's just standing up for himself. Yeah, he's like, I can't let myself be bullied. Yeah, I get it, but I think the numbers tell a different story. And I mean, he has time to prove himself on this Lakers squad. There'll be an opportunity for that. But uh, until then, I think I agree with him coming off the bench. This one from a Lakers yeah. fan. I don't know. I just think. Well, first, I I th- I definitely think they need to just start them both. Just put Lonzo yeah. at point. Well, yeah, see, the Rockets. Yeah, since Lonzo's not even there right now, like who are you starting over Isaiah Thomas? Yeah, that's a that's a, like I mean Josh Hart. Josh Hart right has now. definitely been playing well. Mm-hmm. He ain't no Isaiah uh, Thomas. He's though. not Isaiah Thomas. He's not. Though. That's disrespectful. <laughs> that man can rebound though. Josh Hart's a good player. Isaiah Thomas can't can't rebound. No, he, no. Can't, he cannot. <laughs> yeah, Josh Hart's a good defender. He can rebound. Um, he was a national champion in college and from in Villanova. He's a good player. He's a. Um, I mean, I think Isaiah Thomas has the poten- potential to take a starting job. But uh, it's gonna take some. It's gonna take a couple games, and when you're five foot nine, you always have to prove yourself. Yeah, and I mean one thing here though, we do have to think about is it's possible that the Lakers just let Isaiah Thomas completely walk away, and this whole trade, their big chip is kind of gone. They have their pick, so making this trade, you're giving away Jordan Clarkson, Larry Nance, two good assets. You gotta wonder how confident Magic Johnson really is that he can fill this cap space with quality talent and not just fill it just to use it. Um, and he had an interesting quote um, earlier today. He said, I wouldn't have made the moves if I wasn't confident. So, man. There you go. He's speaking it into existence. Yeah, he's taking a lesson from LeVar Ball, the GOAT. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, well, here's a, and here's a controversial question. Do the Lakers make the playoffs this year? No. With a record no, of 22 and 31 no, at this point? No. And 29 no, games to go? No. How is that controversial? Happen. That's stop. I mean, <laughs> when is Lonzo coming back? Uh, he, there's no timetable. What, what, what place are they in right now? They're uh, 10, 10, 11. 11th. 11th. They're 11th. They're 29 games to go. 22 and 31. 29 games to go. You know how hard it is to get back to 500 in that yeah. in that position. I mean, I think they'll go could go on a good run. I think Isaiah could get them some wins. I think he's gonna play good there. Yeah. So I kind of broke it down just out of curiosity. So right now, the eight seed are the Pelicans at a 28 and 25 record, which is 52 percent. So 52 percent at the yeah. end of the season is 42 and 39. So for the Lakers to reach a forty-two and thirty-nine record, or a forty-three and thirty-nine, oh, forty-three and 
Yeah. Yeah. To, in order for the Lakers to reach a 43 and 39 record, they would have to win 21 of their next 29 games. And no. those next 29 <laughs> games have 16 playoff teams. So they would have to go on quite the run. Um, and they obviously have a really low margin of error. And that's assuming yep. uh, they don't lose this game against OKC tonight, which they're still playing as we speak. They they better win this. They don't have Russell Westbrook. They don't have Carmelo Anthony tonight. And they're up. Yeah, both they both have sprained ankles, so they better beat OKC with just Paul George. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, even so, like when you put it into that perspective with that with those stats, like twenty going twenty one and eight, like <laughs> that's that would be amazing if they did that. Yeah, yeah, that would be. Yeah, you would definitely need Boston Isaiah <laughs> Thomas there. Yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, if that happens, then sure, but I don't see that being the case. Yeah. So the Utah Jazz, let's talk about them a little bit here. They they got Derrick Rose, probably will buy him out. Jay Crowder, um, probably decent addition. Is this enough? Are we going to see the Utah Jazz steal that eighth seed from the Pelicans? Uh, that's Man, a possibility. They've been playing really well lately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're actually they're they're featured in our hot team section today. Ooh. Yeah, they're they're doing really well for themselves. I mean, Rodney Hood was a big part of that yeah. too, um, because with the Jazz's offense, it's almost non-existent, uh, or at least it has been up to these last few weeks, because um, you didn't know who was going to actually show up between Donovan Mitchell, Alec Burks, Rodney Hood. Like all those guys are capable of scoring, but they're they've been pretty inconsistent yeah. uh, up until lately so you take out a guy like Rodney Hood that could put up 30 for you on a given night like I think that just takes away a lot of your offensive opportunity yeah um and Jay Crowder doesn't fill that void at all and they, their defense was already solid they didn't need a defensive presence and I don't really think he adds much to them and yeah it's a weird move for them yeah. honestly I think from yeah. I think a lot of it just kind of was just a sign I think they just didn't want to pay Ronnie Hood a lot of money heading into next offseason, and they are essentially giving the keys to Donovan Mitchell and Alec Burks here. Just drop 40 on him. Yeah. yeah. Again. Dude, Donovan Mitchell, man. I'm so stoked on that guy. He's, yeah. he's awesome. His rookie class is amazing. It's yeah. freaking crazy. Good player. Um, And then for the Sacramento Kings, they get Joe Johnson, um, a second-round pick, right? Uh. Yeah, yeah, like a 2020 second rounder, I think. Yeah, the Sacramento Kings here just kind of, they signed George Hill to this pretty decent-sized contract last last offseason. Now he's shipped off. I guess for the Sacramento Kings, nothing changes. They still are willing to lose a bunch of games. Only thing that changes is now <laughs> Darren Fox is the starter. Yeah. What a terrible organization. <laughs> right, what like... are they doing? They do such <laughs> random things. They right. No... They have no focus. Yeah, like they signed George Hill to that huge deal this year, and like now he's just gone. Yeah, like they're just trying to put people in the seats. <laughs> they're not putting the fans into the seats with these kind of moves. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why they're a terrible organization. <laughs> I don't know what they're trying to do. Yeah, like, it's like they're not going to get any free agents at this point. They're nah. going to go to the Lakers over the Kings. Nah. Yeah. It, it's almost they're almost like they're getting to like Lions Browns level. You yeah, know? they're like Lakers light, and like the Lakers are terrible. Yeah, that- so like, man, if you're if you're a Lakers light, you got nothing going for mm-hmm. you. 
Yeah, you're kind of like the place where Laker fans go to get discounted tickets to a Laker game. <laughs> they, you, go, exactly. you go to Sacramento. <laughs> but yeah. more trades did occur outside of the Cavs, and one of them was Mude to the Knicks, Devin Harris to the Denver Nuggets, Doug McDermott to Dallas, um, and also a Knicks uh, future second rounder to the Denver Nuggets. Uh, what a what a trade what an exchange such of a players random trade yeah yeah i don't understand why this happened at all so yeah you're speaking that like griffin <laughs> yeah <laughs> what yeah. The, i don't know man yeah the, like why go ahead you got thoughts on this alan because i'm just i'm at a loss right now yeah a lot of these kind of don't make like you said sense devin Harris. so denver denver definitely needed a better upgrade on the backup point guard side i don't really think devin harris is that but Hey, he's a lot older. Uh, maybe he had some veteran leadership there. Doug McDermott to Dallas, another one. I don't really know why that had to happen, but it did. Outside of just maybe putting some, <laughs> taking some money off the books and just going for a complete tank if you're the New York Knicks now that Porzingis went down. Uh, Mude, well, they got Mude to the Knicks, so. That's cool. I he's mean... a. It's, a, it's like a whatever move. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They basically trade McDermott and a second rounder for Moutier. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Moutier had a hard potential. time fitting in with the Nuggets, especially with Jamal Murray there. The minutes weren't coming to him, but it's the situation is not going to get any better in New York since you have um, Jared Hardaway. Jack, uh, Nick, Nicola, Nick, what's his name again, Sean? Yeah, Tim Tim Hardaway Jr. Oh, yeah, Frank Nilakina. And Frank Nilakina. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 this guy went to Kansas or something. Who, which guy? Frank. Uh, no, Frank was from France. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, he's I'm the French guy. Player. Yeah. But yeah, this move doesn't make any sense to me for one. Okay, so the Knicks with a Moutier. This isn't a cap saving move because he's on the books for this mm-hmm. year and next year. Uh, same with Doug McDermott with the Mavericks. Like, he's also on the books for this year and next year. And then he becomes a restricted free agent. I don't really see the point. Yeah, I think you, know? you it's like <laughs> you just swap an older player for a younger guy um who you're banking on has potential but up to this point he's kind of struggled in the Denver Nuggets rotation so he hasn't really earned any much minutes or shown any flashes of anything but hey, he's in New York. I guess nowhere nowhere do the lights shine brighter than in the New York stage, so <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like we could have not even mentioned this trade, and I bet no one would even notice. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Three-team trade. Like, who does a three-team trade? That means nothing. Yeah. Garbage team. Garbage team. The Denver's Knicks. a playoff team. Why are they doing this? Yeah. I mean, Denver didn't really lose much. Like, Mude wasn't in the rotation. Uh, yeah, get that yeah. future second rounder. For future, yes, yeah, a little, a little bit of building. Yeah, and Devis, Devin Harris is more of a veteran for that young team. Mm-hmm. He could have been just been having locker room issues and stuff too. So true. Yeah, maybe they just thought it was. They both agreed it was time to move on. Yep. But what about the Pistons adding some more pieces around? Yeah, uh, their star Blake it. Griffin, James Ennis the yeah. third from Memphis added to this squad. That's a pretty decent move, honestly. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. okay. He's a decent role player. And, and then uh, Jameer Nelson, uh, getting him from the Bulls, didn't even know he was still in the league. Yeah. They don't play him at all. Yeah. <laughs> and they gave up my man Willie Reed. <laughs> Dude, this guy can't catch a break. Starts with the Clippers, gets traded away to the Bulls as an afterthought. 
yeah. or from the Pistons as an afterthought in that Blake Griffin trade now goes to the Bulls who are going to drop him. Those are two really <laughs> old players who are just happy to be in the league. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess so. Yeah. But I mean, Jameer Nelson, uh, he's reunited with Stan Van Gundy, who uh, he oh, used yeah. to be with uh, in the Magic. Yep. Yeah, so I think he'll still get a little bit of playing time uh, behind Reggie Jackson. Yeah. Uh, in that system, so I mean, these some sneaky decent moves for the Pistons, who are still trying to stay competitive in the East, and they're all in on this year. I feel just with that whole Blake Griffin trade. I think they're gonna make the playoffs mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. I hope, yeah. I think they're gonna kick out the Sixers. The Sixers. Yeah, I don't think the Sixers are making the playoffs. You heard it here first. It's uh, close. Ah. It's close. Did we hear it here? I'm sure someone yeah. else said that. It's a yeah. close <laughs> battle, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. this is the just little tiny moves that Stan Van Gundy's making to save his job, honestly. Because <laughs> if they don't make the playoffs, yeah. I think he's going to be on the hot seat. He's oh, always sure. on the hot seat, I feel like. everywhere. Yeah, he goes. yeah. He just, I don't know. He just doesn't get a lot of trust wherever he goes. Yeah. He's not, he's not really seen as like, a good front office guy for sure. I remember we were talking about that on an earlier podcast about coach slash GMs. Yeah, uh, I feel like that's a bad position. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that takes away a lot of credibility from him. Kind of like how it took away credibility from Doc Rivers. Yeah, yeah, um, it's making him Doc Rivers look really bad. <laughs> right? Yeah, like everyone lost respect for Doc Rivers after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he he's regained some of it this year. He's he's coached the Clippers through like hell and back <laughs> yeah. this year. Yeah, um, but yeah, good for the Pistons. And then Orlando, they, they got rid of Alfred Payton uh, to the Suns for a second round pick, which shows you how much that hair is worth. Yeah, yeah, get that out of yeah, here. Yeah, this is yeah, this is quite the irony, or I don't even know what I guess you would call it. What I don't know what the right word to describe. I think this. it is irony. Yeah, yeah, because Alfred Payton, a former number ten pick, just traded straight up for a second rounder from the Phoenix Suns. Wow. Hey, you want to know the ultimate irony in this situation, though? Yesterday, yesterday he tweeted out, if you ain't good, you gone. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. He tweeted that yesterday. Yeah. Hey, all I got to say is, too, now that he's out of Phoenix, he going to cut that hair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, and that hot it's weather. so hot. Tweets <laughs> right. so hot out days, there. man. Tweets At least volume. put it, like, somewhere else. Wait, never like, mind, not in the front of your... He was in Orlando. It's so humid Yeah, it's pretty humid he, there, too. And he kept it, so he's but, wild. Hey, man, like, you got to put it somewhere else. Like, yeah. it, it can't just be in the front of your head just flopping around. Yeah. Yeah, come on, man. I think I'm going to try to remember this, this exact situation here. For any time that a team overvalues a draft pick, that's not <laughs> going to be in the top five. Because this is what it could be. Is it could be a turn into a number 10 pick who ends up being Alfred Payton, who years later you trade man. for a second rounder. Second rounder. <laughs> wow. That's so depressing. That has to make him feel really bad. Yeah. Yeah. But there it is. I mean, the Phoenix Suns, I guess, get slightly better because they had Isaac Hannon who went down with that nasty injury. Um, Yeah. And the Orlando Magic still has yet to recover from the Dwight Howard trade that they made years (laughs) ago. (laughs) They're like the new uh, Timberwolves after they lost Kevin Garnett. They're just bad for like 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get Kevin Love. (laughs) <laughs> yeah right yeah and then earlier in the week uh nikola miratek traded to the pelicans this was a weird trade for me he's a yeah he's a good player but definitely doesn't fill the hole that you were trying to that you needed filled with demarcus cousins going down well you can't fill that hole but at least 10 percent of it which was 
Someone that can rebound and defend the paint. This guy's not somebody that can do that. But hey, they traded him anyways for Jamar, Jameer Nelson, uh, Tony Allen, Amara Seek, and a first rounder that went to the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, I think I think the Bulls are waving Tony Allen too if they haven't already. Mm-hmm. Um, and once he clears waivers, I heard that uh, the the Thunder will probably be interested in him now that the trade deadline's passed. Um, that is a so good look for that mm-hmm. for Tony Allen. Uh, yeah, for Tony <clears throat> Allen. Oh, he'd be great there. Yeah, that is. Yeah, they a need good... a Roberson replacement. Tony, yeah, first but, team. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think Nikola Mirotic, uh, you got to give him a little more credit, Alan. I think he's a good big man. Uh, he can score, he can rebound, he can shoot the three. Like, DeMarcus Cousins, light in a way. Um, like, but why did they do that? Yeah. Like, is that what is that? What messages that send to Boogie? Oh, well, he's not. He's not replacing. He's just like a. No, I'm not saying he's like a straight yeah. replacement. Is he going to come off the, the bench when when Demarcus Cousins gets back? When's he getting back? Yeah, <laughs> next year. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like next like year. middle of next year. No, yeah, we're dude, not talking he, next year. Ne- yeah. We're talking full calendar next year. Yeah, dude, that he's going to be gone until like next January. That's very sad. <laughs> I, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't yeah. mean to. <laughs> bring that up so harshly <laughs> are you doing all right with that by the way you, yeah you good? i mean you know i i still I'm, I'm i'm gonna get my boogie cousins jersey soon <laughs> right next to my rest, russell westbrook one yeah. you're hoping it was gonna be a Cavs jersey i was hoping it was gonna be a Cavs jersey <laughs> but they messed that up yeah i guess well, the marcus guns got hurt though so that's when they're like yeah hey, love, you're chilling yeah like, <laughs> both of them they're like Woo. But i think nicola miritich at least keeps them in the playoff picture yeah, this team is so soft now on the on the front <laughs> court. Like, oh, oh Anthony front, Davis in terms gets of hurt rim protection. Done, though. Yeah, this team Anthony is literally Davis hanging is... on the edge. Yeah, he's fragile too. So, like, man, if he gets hurt, that's game over. Yeah, I was hoping they would make some moves to get better on the wings or something. Because outside of Drew Holiday, really man, that team yeah. that team struggles. Yeah, Drew Holiday is like all they have at guard. <laughs> yeah i well, guess are you gonna count each one more <laughs> rondo rondo oh, he has God. a lot of assists i forgot that. they still had rondo they used to have so much attitude on that team they had rondo and demarcus yeah Collins. that that's that's a tough team right there yeah they got yeah yeah they could beat some people up. yeah <laughs> um well how about this lou williams man getting signed to essentially the same deal he just had but he gets extended for three years on the LA Clippers. Sean, what do you think, man? Are the Clippers, I guess they're not rebuilding since we all thought De- uh, DeAndre Jordan was going to get shipped out. But yeah, he's I mean, staying there. I, I am a huge fan of this move. Like switching over, transitioning from trades to actual like extensions here. Mm-hmm. I thought we were going to be talking about Lou Williams or DeAndre Jordan on the extension or on the trade part of this rather than the extensions. But yeah, man, this is great. Like three year extension, 24 million total so you're looking at eight million a year like that's a discount for a guy that's been balling out this year like he mm-hmm. could have easily gotten another team to pay him upwards of 15 million but he's choosing to stay with the clippers and that's awesome and deandre jordan's still there uh hopefully we can re-sign him because um, he's a free agent after this season yeah. but like keeping lou williams for three years um he'll probably be bad by the time he's 35 so i think this is a great move for us yeah i mean it kind of puts the clippers in a weird spot like i thought they were going for the rebuilding route obviously deandre jordan didn't get traded they re-signed lou williams so 
I guess they're keeping every keeping the half of this core together and seeing where it goes. Like, what are your thoughts? You think the Clippers are going to let DeAndre Jordan walk, or are they resigning him? Let him go. I feel like I don't know. I feel like they already it's, broke it all down. It's not really up to us, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's up to DeAndre, and I mean, we're gonna definitely like try to convince him to stay and be like, this is what our plan is. Because mm-hmm. I mean, we already did such a bang up job uh getting him to stay last time he was gonna leave so yeah that's true like i don't i don't see any reason why we'd want him to walk and i mean if we wanted him gone we would have traded him you know yeah like we would have and obviously the offers we were getting were not near what the clippers wanted so yeah yeah he's here to stay and like honestly we still have a shot at the playoffs with the teams with the team that we had I wasn't giving Tobias Harris enough credit. Oh, I he's good. Say. He's a good player. He's good. Dude, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he got, he's he been getting like 24 points a game over the last two games for nice. the Clippers. It's pretty good. I mean, I kind of wish we dealt Avery Bradley because he hasn't really done that much. He's had yeah. some decent defense. Um, but yeah, Tobias Harris, he's he's a good player. He'll he'll keep us afloat around 500, I would say. Yeah. Um, and there's yeah, upside then, to him. I don't know. He's younger. He's young. Yeah. He has upside. I don't know how long his contract lasts for. I know it's good for at least another year. Um, but, hey, uh, he's a good player. But he's no Blake Griffin. No. Um, <laughs> no. So we're not – yeah, I'm not going to get overly excited about him or anything. But um, I ought to be hopeful. Yeah. Nothing you can, else you can really do as a Clipper fan. But <laughs> hope that one day you actually make it past the second round of the playoffs. <laughs> you know you pray for that every yeah. day as a every fan. day man I, I get out of bed i'm like man i sure hope the clippers don't lose today yeah <laughs> well here's some quick uh some quick thoughts here kemba walker replaces christoph porzingis in the all-star game well deserved i think for this guy i was actually surprised oh, that he sure. got left out in the first place and then uh to make things a little bit more exciting donovan mitchell replacing aaron gordon in the dunk contest Heck, I didn't even know Donovan Mitchell had dunk in the game. I I don't think I'd seen oh, it. Oh, dude, yeah, you you I need to three sixty. Yeah, you need to watch yourself some more Donovan Mitchell, man. That dude gets up. Is he yeah. sneak? He must be like a sneaky athletic guy because I feel, oh, it just could be. He's a freak. Yeah, because the Utah system is just so slow paced that you don't really get to see the athleticism and. A lot of these guys. Not that Ricky Rubio is an athletic freak. Or <laughs> hey, man, Ricky Rubio's balling out right now. Too. Or Joe Ingles. <laughs> No, no, Joey. Oh, slow mo, Joe, yeah. man. But hey, Donovan Mitchell's—he's gonna show the world what he's got. He's been hiding out in Utah, hiding that talent away. Man, he's gonna blow everyone away. I think he's gonna win this thing. Ooh, dang! He's got Larry Nance Jr. in there too, though. Yeah, Larry—he's—he's he's, Larry Nance Jr. can jump high, but he's not—he's not gonna be able to out finesse Donovan Mitchell in a dunk contest. Oh, all right, all right. Let's see it. I'm—it's like I'm excited. Like, I feel like to be a big that wins the dunk contest, you got to be like Blake Griffin. You have to have the flashiness, you know? Mm-hmm. Larry Nance doesn't have that that it factor, we'll see. I feel. We'll see. I-, uh, uh, I don't know. And then what? Victor Oladipo. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He's in it, too. Don't sleep on Oladipo. <laughs> yeah, that man can get up. I, I remember my prediction on that. <laughs> the Thunder curse. <laughs> Every player they trade away becomes an MVP candidate. Yeah. <laughs> Oladipo, you're on your way. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. And then who's the fourth one that's in the dunk contest? Do you guys um, remember? It's Larry Nance, Oladipo, uh, Mitchell. Another rookie. 
Is it another rookie? Oh, Dennis Smith Jr. Oh, Dennis yes. Smith Jr. Yeah, I guess so. That yeah, that guy. He's like six foot. Yeah, almost. Yeah. So that yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be interesting too. I I still think Donovan Mitchell takes it. All right, we'll see. I wouldn't sleep on the the guy from the Mavs. I've seen some yeah, yeah I like him. He's good. Crazy stuff. Whoever's the most creative is gonna win this thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, always. Well, unfortunately, we did have some injuries this week. Ma- Malcolm Brogdon goes down with this Ugh. torn left quad. This is a this is a blow to uh I'm the tired Bucks. of these Bucks getting hurt one after another. Yeah. Like domino pieces, man. And then Christoph Seriously. Christoph Porzingis tears his MCL out for the season. Ugh. The bright that side is, Knicks are done. <laughs> yeah, man, they they were holding out hope that they could make the playoffs this year. And you know, like Kristaps, he had a great season. Mm-hmm. Uh mad props to the guy. And, you know, like, next year, someone might want to play with Porzingis, you know? You've seen what he can do. Yeah. Um, maybe they can attract a good free agent. Uh, got a feel for the guy, though. It was on a non-contact play. Just, well, a little bit of contact in the air, but he just landed weird coming down. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, yeah, I guess when you're seven foot three, the, the knees just don't work all the time. Yeah, and that's a, that's a thin front court that they got left now. They traded Hernan Gomez. Now they got Ennis Cantering. Kyle O'Quinn. Uh, Kyle O'Quinn. With really no Yeah, and they traded away. Uh, they got rid of Willie Hernan Gomez, yeah. who was another center. And the, yeah, they're just like, well, I guess we don't <laughs> we don't need him. Yeah, they're going to tank pretty hard. Or Ennis Cantor's going to throw down some ridiculous numbers to close out this season. Yeah, dude, you, that, your fantasy team might be looking oh, up. Oh, yeah, Ennis Cantor is going to kill it these last few weeks. At least I hope so. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Magic Johnson, man, the NBA just keeps picking on us. The Los Angeles Lakers, Magic <laughs> Johnson fined 50K for giving some praise of Giannis through an interview. Um, I don't what understand. What do you think about this, man? I, I need your thoughts on this. I think like, it's ridiculous. Are you deeply hurt? I'm not hurt. I, I just kind of, it's kind of, it pisses me off and it pisses off a lot of Laker fans, I think, because it seems like the Lakers keep being like this, this, this person that the NBA just picks on to send a message to everybody else. And it's like when the Lakers do it, they just, they come down and they come down hard. Um, and they did it. They did it earlier with the Indiana Pacers thing going happening. Um, they're just, I think the league's just basically sending a message and they're taking this whole like player tampering thing to a whole nother level. Uh, whether or not it works, Probably not. If anything, it'll work. It'll stop Magic Johnson for a while, but it's not going to stop anybody else. Magic Johnson been acting like he LeVar Ball or something. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dude, everybody. everybody 50,000, though. 50,000. 50, for saying nice things about a guy. Yeah. Like, hey, all he, he said. He knew what he was doing. Though. No, he didn't. Dude. I mean. Uh, I don't know. <sighs> then he said, I was come confident. I feel like that's stretching it so far, though. Like, you kind of have to wait till he's actually tampering. Yeah. Instead of just saying nice yeah. things about and a guy. I don't think there's anything wrong with him doing it's that. It's not though. like they met up with him. Like, he honest. knew what he was doing, but, like, I don't think there's nothing wrong with him trying to get a good player on his team at all times i think yeah what, mm-hmm. i mean what, how is that against the rules it shouldn't be mm-hmm. yeah i think it's the type of thing that um where the nba suspects that magic johnson or the laker team is maybe tampering but they don't have any proof of it and they don't have anything to pinpoint at but when they finally got this little tiny thing that they can pinpoint they go yeah. all in on it because they suspect yeah, yeah, yeah. that there's more to it than just that and like i said that's cra- that. And I said they're doing it. They're doing it to send a message to every to everybody else in the league. 
It's maybe the Lakers are really about to get a big player, though. Maybe they they probably to... will, yeah. but like maybe. this isn't gonna be what gets no. him, though. Yeah, like he's just saying nice. Like the Milwaukee Bucks social media even like used Magic Johnson's quote in their Instagram post. Like, wow, look at how, what nice things Magic Johnson said about him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, man, yeah. if they if the Milwaukee play. Bucks themselves are not upset about this at all, they're actually happy about it. Like, it just seems absurd to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sure, Giannis felt pretty good about it. Not in the way that, oh, oh yeah. yeah, I'm going to go to the Lakers <laughs> now, but because Magic Johnson is an NBA legend. Yeah, exactly. Nah, it just goes against America. <laughs> it's like, what happened to innocent until proven guilty? That's true. Yeah. Well, here's a, here's something out there for you. Right. Some, a little bit of information that I want to know. Does anybody even really care? But it happened in the league, and that's Jeremy Lin opts into his $12.5 million player option next year with the Brooklyn Nets. Hey, this is the poison pill. Uh, yeah, right. Make the money, man. That's that's great. Yep. Yeah, good for him. I'm proud of him. Yeah. Well, he's gonna he's gonna come back with a vengeance next year. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, I hope he has a. What did he have? Cornrows. Yeah, he had cornrows. Threads or whatever. Yeah, he had all kinds yeah, of hair. He had dreadlocks. <laughs> you know. He had a big, he had like Super big old... Saiyan hair at one point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the really anime big, character Jeremy hair. Lin. Harvard grad. <laughs> Harvard grad. I got a roommate that's a Harvard grad. Nice. Well, let's go through some of the best performances of this week so far. Let's go through them. Russell Westbrook going 29-21 and 21 against the Denver Nuggets. Russell Westbrook yeah, just... Th- dude, anytime you put up a 20-point, 20-assist game, that's that's got to be a, a best performance of the week right there. Yeah, Russell Westbrook on the roids, potentially. No. <laughs> <laughs> on the roids? What? <laughs> don't, don't you dare accuse him. What about Terry Roy's there, man? This guy. Yes. Dude, Terry Rozier is going to be a bona fide starter for a team <laughs> one of these years. I don't know how long he's got to back up Kyrie, but after that, he's got to start somewhere, man. This guy put up a triple-double in his first start last Wednesday in the win over New York and then followed that up on Friday with 31.7 rebounds in a win over Atlanta. And then Sunday kind of cooled off with 11, 6, and 5, but man... For a second-year player, like, that's legit to just fill in instantly uh, for Kyrie being hurt. Right, and this is a team that's still sitting in first place in the Eastern Conference, so big shoes to fill. And reason because of, the reason the Celtics are doing so well is because of guys like this that just seamlessly fill in these big roles for, for this team. Right, yeah. And then, uh, hey, we got Rodney Hood making the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, with 30 points on uh, 12 of 14 shooting, 4 for 4 from 3 in a win over the Pelicans. A domination over the Pelicans, yeah. I should say. Uh, that game was quite the blowout. That was a statement game and, for Utah. Stamping, yeah, trying to stamp their way. Yeah, they trade him away. Yeah. They trade the man away after the 30-point performance. Yeah. Crazy. And Jonathan Simmons, 34.7 rebounds on 12 for 17 shooting uh, with 22 points in the third quarter alone. To come back against the Cavs. And <laughs> that was such a sad game. Yeah. I can't believe that they won that. It's the magic. It's the magic. They were up 18 on the magic. And they lost by 18. Yeah, this yeah, is a that's sorry. Game, gonna... That's when LeBron was like uh, like super disgusted after. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was a bad one. Yeah, Jonathan Simmons could be the one guy that completely convinced Kobe Altman to blow up that team after that performance <laughs> yeah seriously but then hey andre drummond still balling out after 
his snub from the all-star game luckily he's in now mm-hmm. but uh 17 points 27 <laughs> rebounds wow that's a stupid amount of rebounds yeah. that's Shaq numbers and, right there yeah it's absurd and he's been i think he's been averaging over 20 rebounds since blake griffin got there <laughs> wow yeah insane and then uh i guess we'll add lebron james to this list uh, got 37 points, 10 rebounds, 15 assists on 16 to 22 shooting in the OT win over the Wolves, mm-hmm. uh, including that clutch block and game winner at the end of overtime. Yeah, and then afterwards he got rid of six teammates. So that- <laughs> that's, a, that's a definitely a record I've never seen. Yeah, that done before. Talk about that. He completely did the unthinkable and redid an entire roster in the middle of the season. <laughs> Do we think LeBron has all this power? You think he, like he was like, yo. Cause like it's kind of weird that oh, I think it's kind of weird that Wade just got to go back to the to the Heat and then LeBron like kind of LeBron uh, on Instagram today posted like this is the way it should be happy for my boy <laughs> isn't that not strange it's I mean yeah it's, it's him being just like politically correct I guess yeah like, I mean just, your you team just got traded luck. like I don't know I think that's it's like they're weird. still friends but like he knew that like Wade wasn't really like doing much for the team basketball yeah. wise yeah they'll still be on the banana boat yeah in I yeah. I mean at the end of the day these guys are still making twenty plus million dollars a year. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're chilling. They're living yeah. <laughs> I think they're fine. And in terms of power, I don't I don't think, like, LeBron James is literally the GM of the Cavs. I mean, I'm sure I he do. lets his frustrations... <laughs> I'm sure he lets his frustrations be known, but I don't think he's out there calling the Sacramento Kings. I think he is. I think he is that guy on the track team that kind of makes his own workouts to the coach. <laughs> the coach is... Because he's so good and the coach wants to yeah, look good. Yeah, this is like your high school coach that, like, he's also a science teacher. Yeah. And, but So, like, he also coaches the track team. He's in over his head when he's got a guy that's running, like, a 4'10 mile. Yeah. I'm sh- he kind of, like, runs it. I'm sure he <laughs> mentions um, and um, expresses his frustrations. Like, hey, I like George Hill. He's a good player. Does this. But I doubt he's calling Vladi Divac himself and being like, hey, man, Amon's. <laughs> Mom's <laughs> garbage. Like you gotta take him. <laughs> yeah, I think his agents, his team, like just gives him a but, lot like, of hints. He's the G- not he's not the GM by like title, but he's definitely the GM by like spirit. Because like yeah. like you said, like he wanted George Hill. Look what they did. They got George Hill. Yeah. Like he sure, Dwayne Wade to be happy and go home, and that's what that's I, Dwayne yeah, Wade no. told LeBron. Like, yo, if you're gonna go up the team, like. Send me back to Miami. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I want to be with back. my family. Yeah, yeah. I do think there. Like, oh, okay. I, I just, I think there was mutual, um, mutual need there between the two teams. I think. I mean, they didn't get Miami. Didn't give up anything here. We're they gave him twenty. No, yeah, yeah. So they gave that's, him away. That's what I'm saying. Like they just let him have. They just let him go there. That's why I'm like, did he just ask? He must have asked <laughs> well, I mean, we're that. talking. Yeah, about, he probably asked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. we're talking about a player that's getting paid the minimum. Um, he's not gonna yeah. walk in there, take anybody's minutes, or have to. S- no. So it's a pretty easy trade to make, really. Especially, especially with Dion Waiters being injured yeah. right now, he's just gonna, he's probably gonna start there. Dwayne Wade? I no. Wade Ellington? Yeah. Are you Who kidding they're me? They're starting now, dude. Dwayne Wade's too old. Yeah. Too old. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Miami's oh, man. not that good, though. Yeah, uh, they're not that good. But like, is Dwayne Wade good? 
Yeah, no, he's not. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that statement was about as bad as some of these performances right here, man. <laughs> Darrell yeah, let's Wright. Yeah, off. Yeah, Darrell Wright. What did uh, Darrell Wright do, minutes, do that night? Yeah, 13, 13 he's minutes. Still in the league. I yeah, I I didn't know that either. <laughs> Zero for four shooting and four turnovers and a foul. <laughs> nice. That, that's it. That's what he did. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't even. What team does he play for again? Darrell Wright. Is he a Memphis guy? I he mean, seems like a Memphis guy. <laughs> Probably. He's been on a lot of teams. I remember yeah. when he was in Miami a long time ago. What about Zach Collins, man? 10 minutes, oh, 0 man, for 2. <laughs> Five fouls. <laughs> Look at that. He's, his biggest production was essentially on the foul line or on the defensive end or <laughs> the lack of team. defense. <laughs> yeah. Going up plus yeah. minus negative 19 in a loss against the Toronto Raptors. Ouch. Yeah, I don't know what the what his role was in this game. If it was to intentionally foul somebody, then he did it really well. Yeah. <laughs> um, but otherwise, he did nothing. <laughs> yeah. How about Tim Hardaway Jr.? 1 for 14, 0 for 9 from the three-point line, 4 for 7 for free throw. Not too bad. End stat line of 6, 7, Not and too 4 bad. <laughs> with three turnovers. And the two-point loss against the Milwaukee Bucks. The two-point loss. And he went Ooh. one for 14 from the field. Yeah. Ooh. This is not a guy who is playing up to the level of his contract, which tends <laughs> to happen sometimes in the NBA, especially to franchises like the New York Knicks for some reason. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Yeah. But, yeah, that's that's a bad one. And then the, the last one to wrap it off, uh, Miles Turner. Zero for five shooting. This is a man I thought would be breaking out this year. Yeah, he's, he's been awful. I mean, injury you can you can blame that, but zero for five shooting, uh, zero points, three rebounds, two assists, and three fouls. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, he's playing like uh the old the last days of Roy Hibbert. That's what he's playing like. Those last days of Roy Hibbert oh, were just garbage, no. and he's starting yeah. to look like that a little bit. Poor but guy. I. Man, he can turn I it hope around. he doesn't go that route. He's <laughs> young. He's young still. He can yeah. turn it around. Yeah. Well, how about some hot teams? Teams that have caught some fire. The Detroit Pistons with Blake Griffin have won five games after acquiring him. They've actually they haven't lost to this point, right? With with Blake Griffin. No. Yeah. Like so, they the first game they won, he wasn't even playing for them. He hadn't gotten there yet. But they've won four in a row with him now. And they're they're right back in the playoff picture. They were well out of it, yeah. uh, having lost six six in a row prior mm-hmm. to acquiring him. So, yeah, crazy what one superstar can do for a team. Imagine <laughs> yeah. what the Clippers could do with him. Yeah. On the other side, we got the Utah Jazz also trying to <laughs> get their way into the playoff picture with a seven-game winning streak, winning eight of the last ten. Uh, partly due to Donovan. Well, half of it was partly due to Donovan Mitchell. He was out with the sickness, but... That didn't stop this team as Ricky Rubio has been balling out and Ronnie Hood put together some good performances for them. But all in all, the Utah Jazz are also rolling their way back into the playoff picture, especially with the Pelicans uh, sinking yeah, a little no, bit. They're, yeah, they're right back in. And I mean, the Clippers are right there, too. Uh, one Like two of these teams aren't going to make it. It's between these three at this point. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Like. I, I thought I would have given it to the Jazz. Honestly, I didn't. They shouldn't have made a move. Like Rodney Hood, they should have kept him. Uh, so that that might even just be a negative for them. We'll have to see how that affects them. But yeah, seven game winning streak. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um. And then the Miami Heat. God, they were the Eastern Conference Cinderella story. 
But like most Cinderella stories <laughs> on the Eastern Conference, all of these teams always just hit a huge speed bump and just end up falling out. Those two earlier Cinderella stories being the Orlando Magic and the Detroit Pistons. <laughs> right, yeah, the Pistons are bouncing back, but... I mean, hey, Miami got Dwayne Wade back, so he'll he'll turn it all around for him, right? Yeah, yeah, and they'll just bring a, a night of fire between yeah, man. everyone. He's going to get them up, but they took a big loss with losing Dion this year. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, he was he was like crucial to them. Mm-hmm. But Spoelstra's a year. good coach. Like they'll they'll stay in the playoffs. Yeah, a little surprising I thought was Tosan Whiteside has just not been the superstar that everybody thought he was going to be. He's not taking it to that next level. Yeah. But yeah. they're in the playoff picture, but not quite as high as they once were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the East, though. They'll probably still make it. Yeah. But yeah, so going on to our our final thought for the podcast, uh, wrapping it all up. That was quite the week, man. That was exhausting. Uh, <laughs> this this is ridiculous, though. Apparently, it came out that Derrick Rose got married during his leave of absence from the Cavs. <laughs> It what? was funny to me. What's funny to me is a couple weeks ago we were getting so like not we but the Cavs were getting so upset about Kevin Love was sick. <laughs> you know he was sick and he left. Yeah, the game. he missed one game. Homeboy Derek Rose was out getting married. <laughs> Took a whole damn month off. Getting married, man. Was, like come on now. Yeah, I mean come yeah, what got married, went on his honeymoon. <laughs> come on, like. Yeah, so much for contemplating your basketball future. But yeah. straight up, though, I got to give it to Terry Rose. Like, man, you really are playing these teams out here. <laughs> you taking months off. Like, man, can I just do that at work? Like, take a month off? Yeah, it's like, oh, you know? man, I'm just not feeling it And anymore. they still pay me? And I right. still get paid yeah. somehow? Just stretching the that's, sick days. You got to have... Just really man. stretching the sick yeah. days. We got to yeah. get his agent. Yeah. I, I need his agent. <laughs> Yeah, get him, sign sign that contract with work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. We are the Second Stringers podcast. Thanks Aaron for jumping in. Um and Sean for another good episode. Yeah, man. It was a fun one. Yeah, happy happy I was able to be here as a guest. <laughs> it was fun. I'll be back with some more predictions and hot takes for you all in the future. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. LeBron's not going to the Celtics, but you can check us out on SoundCloud. We got our Facebook page. Uh, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, we're all over. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast and have a good week. Yeah.